Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show where we are breaking up with unhealthy hustle culture and redefining what it means to be productive. I'm your host and new productivity BFF, Jess Massey. Around here, we believe that productivity is so much more than just checking a million things off of a never-ending to-do list. I am obsessed with teaching you how to prioritize your mental health and the important relationships in your life while you pursue your goals. I'm here to help you ditch that feeling of constant overwhelm and cultivate an intentional life by getting your mindset right, getting clear on your vision, and creating a schedule that aligns with your actual priorities. If you want to learn how to live a peacefully productive life, then you're going to want to stick around. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, Hustle Sanely Squad, and welcome back to the show. As you know, or maybe you don't know, because maybe you just started listening, but every fourth Tuesday of the month, I actually bring a guest on and I interview them because I don't want you to only be hearing and learning from me here on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? So this month, I am so stoked about our guest because I have known her for what feels like forever through the internet. We've actually never met in person, but she is one of my favorite people to follow online. And it just seemed like a really fitting time of the year to bring her on the show. So her name is actually Jess as well. So Jess is a certified personal trainer and online health and fitness coach. She is the owner of Well and Wild Fitness, and she has made it her mission to help women live live a realistically healthy lifestyle and to have fun while doing it. So Jess and I are diving into so much goodness in this episode. We are just kind of coming together and brainstorming ways for you to create healthy fitness habits when your schedule is really, really jam packed. So if that sounds like it is up your alley and like it is something that will support the season that you're in, keep listening. And here is my conversation with Jess. Hey, Jess, thank you so much for coming on the show. I am so excited to have you here. Y'all, Jess and I have known each other like on the internet for it feels like forever at this point. So I'm really excited to have her on because I really do feel like it's going to feel for you guys like you're just joining two friends over a cup of coffee. It's going to be super chill, super casual, but you guys are going to have a lot of takeaways. So Jess, welcome. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? So like, what are your most important roles in life? What are you passionate about? All that good stuff. Yes. First of all, I'm so excited to be here <laughs> and chatting with you. Um, it, it's longtime friendship. This is just so fun. So thank you. I so was much trying to think me. of like how long it's been. Oh, and sorry. I was like, I was in grad school. I was still in the speechy world. Like shout out to the social mm-hmm. speechy. If you know, you know, mm-hmm. and the Magnolia teacher, if you know, you know, yeah. <laughs> like you know, it's you know. been yeah. over five years, right? Like well over five years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. We've grown so much. I know. <laughs> completely different yeah. people than when we first met. I know. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yes. Okay. Um, so about me, this question is tough because I, I don't know. love talking about myself. <laughs> I'm doing my best here. Okay. So I'm a very multi-passionate person. I have lots of passions. Um, I was a teacher for seven years and I miss it a little bit. And so I'm first of all subbing. So that little piece of my life is still, I'm still able to interact with the kids and be in the classroom a little bit, 
But my main gig now is I have started my own business, Well and Wild Fitness. I am an online health and fitness coach, which has been the coolest thing ever. I love, love it, it so much. Um, and then I love home decor. I have mm-hmm. a little bit of that um, through social media. I don't know why I just got so nervous, Jess. Why am I so nervous? <laughs> don't be nervous. But I was just about to interject and say, if you guys don't follow Jess on Instagram already, her house is like an actual Pinterest home. It is beautiful. Like I know you guys can't see us right now. I am currently sitting in a closet because (laughs) there's construction going on in my backyard. And Jess has like this beautiful, like floating shelf, like a plant, a ship up wall. And I'm just like, I'm channeling her aesthetic into my, into my space right now, because it is so beautiful. So I'm glad that you brought up your home decor because seriously, if people don't follow you on Instagram for anything else, which they should, because there's a lot of goodness happening over there, but just looking at photos of your space, I'm like, wow, amazing. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. It was, um, a long process. Yes. <laughs> but yes. it's so worth it. <laughs> so worth it. So, um, but yeah, that's, oh, I also started a little yeah, I was coffee. Say, you better tell us about yeah. the coffee. Yeah. 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 I just truly love making lattes so much. It brings me so much joy. And anytime someone comes over, I'm like, can I make you a latte? (laughs) And um, I was like, I should just start doing this and see what happens. And so, yeah, it's been really fun. I am just something that I respect about you and look up to you for so much is that you're not afraid to be multi-passionate. I feel like people kind of get in their head a little bit and feel like they need to pick one thing and just kind of ride it out. But I love that you're like, I miss teaching. So I'm going to sub instead of like shutting that feeling down. You're like, I love making lattes for people. So I'm going to make lattes for people. I love health and fitness. And I know you've been kind of on your own journey and then helping other people with their journeys. So you decided to become a certified personal trainer. And I don't know, I just think that's so rad because a lot of people, like I said, feel this, I guess, pressure to pick one thing and like get in this box and stay in it. And I just feel like you have like completely busted out of the box because I feel like at one point, and this is not the topic we are talking about, but it's fine. I feel like people will connect with this. Um, I feel like at one point you kind of struggled with being multi-passionate and feeling kind of like that pressure, right. To choose one thing and Yeah. So I think it's just so cool to see you flourishing now and just kind of embracing who you are and not being afraid to kind of juggle all of these roles instead of having to kind of put yourself in that box and choose just one. So absolutely love that about you. And also y'all Jess is a newlywed too. So I think that, yeah, (laughs) you're like, oh yeah, that one too. (laughs) Yeah. So Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So I am so excited to ask you this question. We're going to jump into our rapid fire questions. And I feel like you and I have always kind of been on the same wavelength as far as like personal development, like always listening to podcasts and like reading, you know, just like personal development books and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, okay, I am stoked. Honestly, like sure, sure, sure. I'm glad everybody else is going to hear the answer, but like for myself, I want to hear the answer. Cause I always love the books and podcasts that you share. So uh, I usually ask people like this question in the form of, or like, give me a book or a podcast that you're cur- currently listening to or loving, but I'm going to ask you with the word. And I want you to give us a book recommendation and a podcast recommendation of some just like personal development stuff that you're really, really loving right now. 
Yes. Okay. I truly only read for professional and personal development. I don't ever read for fun. Like if I'm reading a book, I need to be learning something. Mm -hmm. Um, Atomic Habits Changed My Life. That's what I just finished. Oh Oh my my gosh. gosh. Amazing. Amazing. Um, And The Mountain Is You. I just finished that recently. So I just read it because of you. Yeah. Carson talked about it like a long time ago and like it was kind so it had like the seed planted in the back of my head. And then I saw you posting about it and I was like, okay, I have it on my shelf because Carson has brought it up. I'm going to read it. And it was so good. So good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Another really good one, if you like really want to dig in to just some inner work is oh, um, how to do the work. Oof, I haven't read that one yet, but it's on my Goodreads is like on my like to be read shelf. That one's good. Yeah. yeah? Like I have okay. pages, and pages of notes from it. It'll, mm-hmm. it changes the thing for me for sure. Okay. So awesome. Yeah. Then what about podcasts? <laughs> Honestly, I've been listening to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love like, it. I'm honored. And then, uh, one podcast that I regularly listen to is fitness stuff for, oh shoot, hold on. Let me get the actual name yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. That way I, I think I know the one that you're talking about. Cause I see you post it to your story sometimes, right? Yeah. 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 Fitness stuff for normal people. They make it so relatable and understand they take evidence-based studies mm-hmm. and like uh, communicate it in normal terms. Yeah. And that is honestly so important. And that's why I'm so excited to have you on today. Cause that's like what I'm wanting this episode to be. It's just like uncomplicating like health and fitness and all of that stuff, which we'll get into that in just a second. Um, but the next question that I want to ask you, so the question is what's your current go-to Starbucks drink, but I just want to know what your coffee order is. Like, what do you make at home? Like, what is your current go-to at home coffee. Cause you were the coffee queen. So like lay it on us. Tell us <laughs> this morning. I'm not kidding you. I made the best latte I think I've ever made oh my ever. Gosh. Um, yeah. So I pulled two shots of espresso over vanilla bean paste and salted caramel. Oh my gosh. Like, uh, yeah. And my mouth is watering. What is vanilla paste? I keep hearing about vanilla paste and I don't know what it is. Trader Joe's. It's like vanilla extract, only it's a paste and it's richer. Okay. The flavor is richer. Okay. It's so Trader Joe's. Yeah. Okay. Done. I have like 20 in my cabinet. I stocked it. You can get it. Oh, it's seasonal. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I am going to stop yeah. up. So uh, when we are recording this, you guys, it's actually October. So I'm still very pregnant and I am not drinking caffeine right now, which is a really hard time. But as soon as this baby comes out, I am going to make a latte with that vanilla paste and I'm going to go buy it now and like put it on my shelf so that I have it come like December, January when I can drink coffee again, because my mouth is actually watering. I miss coffee (laughs) so incredibly much. Let me tell you. (laughs) Okay. The next question is, do you know your Enneagram number? Oh, yes. (laughs) A hard (laughs) Enneagram for Wing the three, three comes yep. out in my business big mm-hmm. time. I am a four through and through. So I love it because I am a three wing yeah. four. So we're like the inverse of each other. Yeah. Amazing. Uh-huh. And then yeah. last question that's like rapid fire. What is one product that you are currently obsessed with? And you can take this 
literally any direction you want. So it can be like beauty. It can be health and fitness. It can be whatever you want. Just a product that in your day-to-day life, you're like, okay, how did I ever live without this? Yeah. Um, I'm not like trying just cause I'm on your pod. I literally <laughs> your products. Like, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I'm upset that your new line. It's literally oh perfect. Thank you. Planner. I love it. And I'm so glad that you love it. Cause it's always like really scary to put new stuff, like paper oh, yeah. stuff out into the world, because once it's out there, it's out there. Like the digital products, I can always be like, Oh, people don't like it. I'm just going to delete it from the website and pretend it never happened. But with the paper products, it's like, okay, once they're like shipped out, like there they go, like that's it. So I am so, so happy to hear that you're loving them. And isn't it so wild that we're already working on 2024? I'm just like, what the actual heck? Yeah, it is so crazy. So crazy. Okay. So we are going to jump into talking about more like health and fitness and personal training type stuff for the rest of this episode. It is January. And I know like this is the time of year that a lot of people just kind of really start digging into like their health and fitness goals. So the title of this episode is creating healthy fitness habits when you have a busy schedule, because that I feel like is what kind of brings the hustle sanely community together is we, a lot of us have a lot on our plates. Um, and so I'm just really excited to dive into this conversation with you, Jess, because I feel like you're going to make fitness less overwhelming. Like that is my goal for the listeners, like for them to walk away from this episode and be like, okay, it doesn't have to be so intense. It doesn't have to be so complicated. So before we kind of jump into action steps and the nitty gritty, can you kind of tell us what your story is with how you got into personal training? Cause it's a more recent thing. Like you haven't been in the field for like a decade or something. So I'd be interested to know, like, how did you kind of step into the world of personal training? Yes. Um, first of all, that what you just said is my goal as a coach, just simplifying it because it yeah. is overwhelming and it can be scary. It's like a lot. It's like, where do you start? And exactly. so I'm really excited to talk about this with you. Um, but to answer your question, kind of my story, getting into personal training, it kind of started in like when I was younger, I had such an awful relationship with food and exercise. Like I cheered in high school and that is kind of the root of where my body image issues came mm-hmm. from. Um, and just like my relationship with the foods that I ate and exercise and hating exercise from cheering. Um, so I'm going to kind of walk you through my journey. So I taught middle school science and my first year teaching, um, some teachers on my team and I started doing YouTube Zumba classes. Like during I, our love it. <laughs> yeah. I fell in love with it and I got certified and became a Zumba instructor. So this is like 2013 maybe. Okay. And I, I did, did not know this part of the story. So I love it. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then that kind of turned into, I kind of went away from Zumba and got more into hit high intensity interval training. And so that's always kind of been a part of me. Um, but when I got really serious into like the journey of personal training is, um, in 2019, I had really awful stomach issues and I was like, okay, I need to do something. I need to change something because my, this is miserable. And so I got this book called the inflammation spectrum. And this book completely changed the game for me. I 
just was constantly researching foods and how it affect our bodies. And, um, I started going to the gym, which was a huge thing for me because I hated going to the gym. Mm -hmm. Um, I fell in love with fitness and I started feeling really good. I was, um, just the food choices, just really digging into how food was affecting my body. And I healed my gut, which was a huge thing for me because I had dealt with, I had dealt with just awful pain for so long. And so, um, that's kind of where it started. And then, um, in 2020, I, with the pandemic and everything, I know, (laughs) yeah, the hot mess, I quit my job because I was miserable and I decided to get uh, my personal training certification. Mm -hmm. So I, well, while we were building our house now, I was so stressed all the time. And the gym was my happy place. It was my escape. It healed like my my mental health. It just was so good for my mental health to go to the gym. That's what was saving me. And so getting my personal training certification was a huge milestone. That test was freaking hard. Listen, yeah, I'm also (laughs) certified through NASM, which if you guys don't know, is the National Academy of Sports Medicine. That's who you are certified through too, right? Mine's ACE. ACE, okay. But yeah, the test was so hard. I remember it was the first time I ever walked out of a test and I was just like, I don't know what just happened in there. Like, I don't know. Cause I got my results. Like they printed, I, I got mine a long time ago. I think it was like 2013 or something. And I had to go to like a testing center, like how you have to do for like the SATs and stuff. Cause it was like pre pandemic and stuff. It was right. terrifying, Jess, like terrifying. And you don't get your, you didn't get your results like on the computer. When you finish, they had to print them out and hand them to you when you walked out and it either said pass or fail. And I truly remember like walking out waiting in the line to get my results and I was like I honestly don't know what the paper is gonna say and normally I'm like pretty confident I'm like I either know like yeah or no I was like it's gonna be a a freaking surprise when they hand me this paper I have no clue but it was so intense it was so hard yes I felt the same mine was on the computer and a lady was watching me take it oh my gosh yeah (laughs) Yeah, so most difficult test but I passed it by the grace of God truly because I yeah yeah. It's just one of those things. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Um, so I was training people in person at a local gym, loved it. It was just so great to get that experience, but my dream was to start my own business. And I mm-hmm. always kind of knew I wanted to have my own business, but for a long time, I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And then as I was kind of moving into this personal training, like getting my certification, I was like, Holy crap, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to do. I love that. Um, yeah. And I dealt with a lot of imposter syndrome because I'm, you know, I taught for a long time. That was my identity for a very long time. I'm a teacher, but I truly feel like that teaching background helps me so much in this role now. Totally. I, yeah, I'm very thankful for that and where this journey has led me. So mm-hmm. now, um, I train women online and, um, I have an app where they have their workouts, but personal training, I thought was going to be more exercise focused, but Stepping into this role and doing it this long, a few few months in, it's more so about the mindset and healing relationships with food and exercise. hundred percent. Yeah. So what I have been through personally, I'm able to use that experience and help the women that I coach. And it's just really cool. I have goosebumps and I'm sweating because I'm pregnant and I'm always hot, but I have actual (laughs) goosebumps listening to you say that because 
the our stories are very similar, which I didn't know before, you know, us kind of jumping into this conversation, but I had such a an unhealthy relationship with fitness and food growing up. Um, and my kind of turning point was I just, I didn't have healthy habits. I didn't have good examples. My parents, I love them dearly, but they've just never really taken their health very seriously. Um, my parents, they didn't work out like, you know, that just wasn't a part of their life. So it wasn't something that I ever saw. Um, and I was, I want to say, gosh, 17 or 18. And my dad, so I was still in high school. Um, and now we talk about this conversation and like, we're able to joke about it, but it was detrimental to me at the time. And I don't think that he realized it. He, my dad is a very, uh, large man. He's like six foot four, which when people see us, cause I'm only five feet tall, they're like, wait, how did this happen? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but he's like six, four, he weighs like 350 pounds. Like he's a big person. And I take after him like jeans wise, my brother takes after my mom. I take after my dad. And I will never forget the way that he worded it. He was like, Jess, if you don't start exercising and eating better, you're going to turn out like me. And I was just like, what are you like? What are you saying? Cause I was, I was a thicker kid. I was never one of those girls who was like super skinny. I was always just like a little bit chubbier than my classmates. Um, and so I, my, like, I guess, start into health and fitness was from a very negative, unhealthy place. And I had to do so much, like you said, inner work, like healing my relationship with food and fitness and all of that stuff in order to kind of live out a healthy lifestyle. And it took so much like unlearning, undoing, and just, it really was more about that mindset work for me than it was about like knowing what to do at the gym or what food to eat. Um, like all of that stuff I feel like is, <clears throat> excuse me, like kind of easier learned. Whereas like the mindset stuff, you really have to kind of like dig your heels in and be committed to doing the work. So I love that that is the approach that you take for kind of working with your clients. And I also have to say, shout out to you for working in an actual gym for a little bit, because I respect personal trainers who work online, who have a little bit of experience in person, because I did the same thing. I started out in a in-person gym before doing like my online fitness stuff. And I feel like the experience that I got in an actual gym, just like kind of formed me as an online coach. You know what I'm saying? So kudos to you for that. Because like I said, I just feel like it really does help you become a better online coach. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So everything you just said, I'm just like, heck yes. Everybody go follow her because I feel like there's so, just so many unhealthy messages about health and fitness out there, especially with social media. I'm just like, holy moly. Like I don't follow a lot of like fitspo or like fitness accounts these days. I used to back in like 2013 and 2014 when I was very into the industry, but gosh, I can only imagine that with the, what, with TikTok now, cause TikTok didn't exist back then. I'm sure it is like a wild world on there when it comes to like health and fitness and like the messages that people are kind of putting out there. So the next question that I have for you is how would you describe a healthy lifestyle? Because I feel like, <clears throat> like I said, a lot of people, they're just consuming unhealthy messages about health and fitness. And so it becomes the norm, right? Just because you hear something over and over and over again. Um, so 
I feel like this time of year, especially because they're listening to this in January, people put a lot of emphasis on just going absolutely ham at the gym and being really restrictive in the kitchen to, and I'm putting this in air quotes, make up for what happened over the holiday season, like what they consumed or, you know, what exercise they didn't do or whatever. Um, but your messaging, like it does not vibe with that version of healthy living at all. So how would you, what would you say is a healthy lifestyle? Like, how would you describe it? Okay. There's so many things that I want to say (laughs) first. So it's, it's really easy to, um, so that question, like what is a healthy lifestyle? There's so many ways that you can define this. And I think that everyone needs to reflect on this question and really think about what it is, how they would define it for themselves. Cause I think a healthy lifestyle is different for every single person. And so, so especially now, we try to define healthy lifestyle by what we see on social media or in magazines. I know magazines aren't very popular, but it's like still a thing, right? Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We, we sometimes define healthy by what we see um, everywhere else or from, from other people. And I really think that we need to kind of reflect on that and think what does a healthy lifestyle look like and feel like for us. Right. Um, So for me personally, a healthy lifestyle is feeling well mentally, physically, and spiritually. So spiritually is really important. Um, the mindset, my mindset needs to be in the right place. I need to have a healthy mindset. And that goes right along with like my relationship with how I look at food and how I look at exercise. Um, so that is the answer to the question, but really figure that out. What it looks like for you, what a healthy lifestyle looks like for you. Yeah. And I think too, it's important to kind of take into consideration what season of life you're in, because me right now, like it's so weird because while we're recording this, I'm still pregnant, but when they're listening, I'm not pregnant anymore. Like that just kind of hit me and I'm like, whoa, this is weird. (laughs) Um, but I feel like, you know, being in this current season, I'm in my third trimester of pregnancy. What a healthy lifestyle to me right now looks like it's completely different than January or February of this year before I was pregnant. Um, like a lot of my principles are the same of what a healthy lifestyle means to me, but the way that I live it out is different. And because my season is different, I can't hold myself to the same, I guess, standards that I was holding myself to pre-pregnancy because I'm pregnant now. Like I'm in a completely different season of life. And so I love that you kind of turn the question back on them. Like, Hey, think about what a healthy lifestyle looks like and feels like to you. And then, like I said, to just take into consideration your season of life, like you can't look at somebody and they're living like a completely different life than you. And you expect to kind of have the same definition of healthy as they do. Like, it's just, it's not going to make sense. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it can change too. Your definition can change and totally. go along with the difference. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you have a super full plate. You run your online fitness business. You substitute teach. You have your new coffee business, which I'm so sad that we don't live closer because I would love to come snag a coffee from you. You're a newlywed. You just moved into a new house. So uh, all those things are going on in your life. Do you have any tips for staying disciplined or motivated to do your workouts on the days that just feel really full? That's a question that I get a lot from the Hustle Sanely community. Because 
I'm sure you're familiar with Hustle Sanely 5. And one of our daily five habits is move for 30 minutes. And so a lot of people are like, I just feel like at the end of the day, I don't have the energy to work out. I don't have the energy to go to the gym or do this, that, or the other. So what are some tips that you have for just kind of staying disciplined or motivated to do workouts or even movement? It doesn't have to be workouts. That's what I try to stress to people. Like you don't have to be in the gym every day doing like a high intensity workout. Um, but on the days that just feel really full, how can people still show up and move their bodies? Absolutely. So you cannot rely on motivation because motivation ebbs and flows. You have to practice discipline. Um, so my tips would be, first of all, find what works for you. Like you said, like it doesn't have to be in the gym. You, it's, it doesn't have to look like someone else's. Find what works for you and what you enjoy and what you're going to look forward to because your workout should be enjoyable. You should enjoy it. It should make you feel good. Um, so that would be the first thing. Um, try a different class. Try new things. It's There's so many different ways now to move your body. Movement is- Especially nice. after COVID. Like there's so oh, many absolutely. options like online that you can do at home. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then a tip that I always tell my clients is to treat your workouts like an appointment, especially mm -hmm. for somebody who struggles to commit or they struggle with making excuses. So if you make a doctor's appointment 30 minutes before, you're not going to be like, Oh, I don't really feel like going to this appointment. Like, Girl, you scheduled that appointment. Yeah. You're so um, yeah. So just, um, practicing, keeping commitments to yourself, um, uh, and treating that like something it's for you're showing up for yourself. It helps your mental health. It helps you physically. Like you're doing, choose yourself, show yeah. up for yourself. Um, and then my third tip would be to plan ahead. So time blocking in scheduling your workouts and giving yourself margin time. I'm very big about margin time yes, I come on. I need some time before and after just in case, um, because yep. I don't want to find myself making excuses. I, if I schedule in that margin time, it's like, I have that extra padding. Yep. Um, and yes. So those would be my top three tips. Yeah. I love those. And I think the one about trying something new is so huge because something that I was really struggling with workouts at the beginning of last year, um, I was just in a really full season of business and it was the same thing. I was just like tired and I didn't feel like exerting the mental energy to write workouts. That's what I've always done since I am a personal trainer. Like I feel very confident and comfortable writing my own like splits and workout plans and things like that. But I just didn't have the mental capacity to do that. So I would skip workouts and I was like, okay, clearly this is not working. So I joined a group fitness gym, which was so outside of my comfort zone. Like, let me freaking tell you, like so outside of my comfort zone, but I ended up loving it so much. And I became like a full-time member. So I just would kind of second what Jess said, just, I would encourage you guys like be brave, like try something new because you might love it. I never in a million years would have thought that I would like a group fitness gym that has like spin and like hit classes in like, I don't know, like the group format, but it is, it was just so much fun for me. And I still go, even though I'm pregnant, I don't go as much, <laughs> um, but I'm still going to my little spin classes with my belly because I just genuinely love the environment and just the way that I feel during the class after the class. So step out of your comfort zone. Don't be afraid to try something new because you might be surprised and bring a buddy with you. That is another thing that helps hold me accountable. 
and it kind of helps with how you said, like, make it an appointment. If you make it an appointment, and I'm putting that in air quotes, like, with a friend, I'm less likely to cancel. I don't know about y'all, but, like, if I if somebody's expecting me to show up to a class with them, I'm not going to be like, well, I'm not going to go. And also, the gym that I go to, they charge you $12 if you don't show up for a class. So that right there is another motivator. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not trying to spend $12. I need to get my butt to the gym, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, let's say people are in the place where they want to focus on their health and fitness after the holidays. Nothing wrong with that. Like, I know that they're, uh, they're, a lot of people have a lot to say about people getting into like the healthy mindset in January. People are like, oh my gosh, why wait till January? And I get that, like do it whenever, but like also kudos to you if you are in that place where you're wanting to kind of take ownership of your health and fitness and you want to start this year fresh and like create healthy habits. I love that for you. And I want to support you in that. So Jess, what are three habits that you would recommend somebody start with so that they don't get overwhelmed as they're kind of embarking on this journey of living a healthier lifestyle? Yes. Okay. I'm so excited about this question. So I want to talk you through something really quick. Um, I want you to understand the total daily energy expenditure. So a lot of times, especially the beginning of the year, people are like, okay, I need to get in the gym. Like I gotta, I gotta do these intense workouts and I want to break this down for you. So total daily energy expenditure is where you burn your calories in a day. And the exercise that you do, so the calories that you burn during exercise are only about five to 15% of the total calories that you burn in a day. Most of them are your basal metabolic rate, the calories you burn, just your body doing the basic mm -hmm. function. Um, but there's this thing called non-exercise activity, activity thermogenesis, and that's the calories that you burn activities outside of exercise, like getting your steps in, um, just your normal everyday movement right. in between everything else. And that's where I recommend my clients to focus, to start with. That's that such a good tip. Yeah. yeah. So it's like parking farther away or like cleaning your house or standing up. If you sit down to work, like every 30 minutes, get up and do a lap or go for a walk at lunch something like that, find a buddy and start going walking every day. Um, yes, that's a great, great place to start. So that's the first one. Um, just move more, mm -hmm. uh, instead of putting your focus on hitting the gym every day for an hour and a half, like that's not necessary. We can totally simplify this. Yeah. Um, just adding more movement throughout the day is not going to take a huge amount of your time. Um, as opposed to like, going to the gym. Yeah. And it's not going to take a lot of your, your mental energy either. Like it's less overwhelming exactly. and less daunting. Right. Cause like if you're brand new to this and you're like, Oh my gosh, I have to go to the gym for an hour. What? Like that's so much. But if you just get in the habit of parking in the back row at target, that's like, that's going to add up. Like, I love that. I've never heard that tip given for like a question like this. So love it. Love it. Love it. Yes. Okay. Second thing is um, a lot of people think like during this time of year, I have to make up air quotes make yep. up for what I do. You <laughs> don't, it's not going to help. So what we can do is my thing that I always preach is try to be 1% better than you were yesterday. I got that from atomic habits, like yep. with me. Um, so just start with where you're at and just take a little bit, just do a little bit at a time. So you do not have to be restrictive in the kitchen to see results. You can still eat the things you love 
but you just focus more. So I always preach 80, 20, 80% mm-hmm. whole food options. So we're prioritizing our protein. We're prioritizing veggies. Um, we love carbs around here. We are yes, come on. <laughs> energy. Um, so that would be my second thing. Stop trying to be restrictive. Um, if you drink a diet Coke, like diet Coke is your thing. Just drink, um, your Stanley full of water first and then um, just find little things that kind of are healthier habits that are going to support your body and, and fit into your lifestyle. It doesn't have to be, um, the all or nothing mindset. That is the biggest thing I found with clients and myself. Like I used to have such an awful all or nothing mindset and it does not have to be like that in order to live a healthier life. So yeah. Love that one. Yeah. And I feel like you said it's little things that you're weaving in to what you're already doing. So you're, you're like, you're, you're like English, what you're like, you don't have to give up that diet Coke, like just drink a 30 ounce thing of water first to kind of like prep your body so that you're still getting what you need, right? Like you're getting that water and you're not completely neglecting <laughs> hydration for diet Coke. So I love that too. Just kind of, instead of focusing on giving stuff up, focus on what your body truly needs and give it that in addition to at least when you're first starting out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Anytime you can add instead of take away, yeah. that's the best thing to do. So how can I add more movement? How can I add more water? How can yeah. I add another workout or just how can I add in veggies to my plate? Things like right. that. Instead of saying, I can't have the Reese's that I love. Like it, when we restrict, we want it more. So totally. <laughs> That's such a good mindset shift too. I feel like for anything in life, but it's very relevant to health and fitness too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So uh, I have a follow-up question to that. So that's what people can do when they are just feeling kind of overwhelmed. Like, because, and I totally get that, the feeling of overwhelm. Cause like we said, there's so many different ways you can go when it comes to health and fitness. There's so much information out there of like, what to do, what not to do, like all of that kind of stuff. Um, So those are some great tips for people to kind of like sink their heels into to just like get started without feeling like they're completely having to overhaul their life like in the moment. So I do have a follow-up question for that. What are some tips or habits that you would give to someone who does have a really busy schedule and wants to start consistently working out? So like maybe they've done the mindset work, they're kind of at that place and they're like, okay, like I'm done playing games with myself. Like I'm ready to treat this body of mine well. How can they show up and just make working out daily a habit in their life? Yeah. So planning everything ahead of time is a game changer. It's a great habit to adopt, especially when you're busy. So I take every Sunday, I sit down, I look at the um, meat that I have in my freezer. I plan my meals around that. I make my grocery list. We go to the grocery store. We meal prep on Sundays. That's like a non-negotiable. And so planning ahead of time, it's going to just set you up for success. Um, I sit down with my planner. I plan my week. Yep. I in my workouts. I figure out what workouts I'm doing on what day I have them. I know exactly what I'm doing when I get to the gym. Um, so there's no question. There's no room for me to make excuses. I know exactly what I'm doing. I go in with a plan. We're prepared. We're ready. Um, the second thing would be to, it kind of goes with that. So this is like a sub, um, tip, but prepping your meals. Mm. 
so much time, even if it's just your breakfast, getting in that protein first thing in the morning, um, is going to help you on your health and fitness journey right. and help you hit your goals. So even if it's just, so we prep breakfast and lunch for the whole week. And then, um, we plan our dinner. So we have okay. every, we get everything ahead of time and we know exactly what we're making for dinner. That's what works for us. That doesn't work for everybody. Some people can't stand leftovers. And so there's right. other ways around that. Um, but just having a plan for your meals saves so much time. And when you're in a busy season, it just mm-hmm. helps. Everything. Yeah. And so I'll say too, if you're somebody who struggles with kind of finding that system or that routine that works for you when it comes to food, when I was in like my busy, busy, busy season of life, when I was in grad school, working three jobs, like that time, like it was really tough for meal planning and meal prepping. So I use like a, what is it? Like meal prep mm-hmm. delivery service. It was like fit fit for you meals or something like that. I don't remember something cheesy like that. Um, but I knew that I wasn't going to be doing that forever, but it was a really great kind of like kickstart to get me in the habit of like having planned and prepped meals. And it gave me a lot of meal ideas too. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give myself three months of using this meal prep service to kind of get me in that rhythm and routine. Um, Cause I would still have to sit down and like choose my meals on the website. So it's kind of like similar to what I do now, which is like sitting down, looking at Pinterest, like finding some meal ideas that I like, and then making the grocery list and doing all the things. Um, so if you feel like even that is overwhelming, like doing meal planning, meal prepping, like delegate it out. And if you feel like, oh, I can't afford that, do it for like one month. You know what I mean? Stop going to Starbucks for a month and like save that money and put it toward meal prep just to kind of, I guess, build the momentum of getting into that like rhythm and routine of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's such a smart idea. Yeah. I would tell my clients just to start with one thing and do it for a week two weeks until it becomes part of your routine. Don't try to do too many things at once because then it gets overwhelming and you don't fall through, you get frustrated and you feel bad and it just all goes. Give up. Yeah. And that's what they talk about in, isn't it atomic habits? They talk about like habit stacking. Yeah. Yes. So like choosing, yes. So like doing one, mastering it and mastering a habit it doesn't have to take a long time. I feel like sometimes people are like, what? I have to focus on something for an entire month before I can do something else. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like some habits, yes, are bigger and they require you to kind of, it takes longer to master them. But some of them like meal prepping and things like that, like it might only take you like two or three weeks to like get into a rhythm. And then once you've got it down, add another habit on top for sure. Right. Awesome. Okay. So do you have any other tips or habits that you want to kind of add in before I ask you some hustle sanely esque questions? Uh, the last one was just accountability. Yeah. When you have somebody to do it with, it makes it so much easier than trying to do it all by yourself. Um, even if, if it's just your spouse or a family member or a friend, just even going for a walk, just, yeah. just walking and talking together and just like having that routine of accountability, it helps so much with, um, attaining your goals. Yeah. And just kind of like weaving it into your life. You know what I mean? Like it just, it's less overwhelming, less daunting. And I think this is a good time to kind of, and I'm going to plug you. I feel like working with a coach, it just like, it really does. 
it takes out so much of the guesswork. I know for myself, I never worked with a personal trainer when I started with my health and fitness journey. And I, looking back, I wish that I would have. I didn't really, I always, I guess back when I first started, I thought the only people that worked with personal trainers were people that were trying to like compete. So like be like, you know, extreme fitness people. And I was like, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to live a healthy life. So I don't, I'm not like a good fit for a personal trainer, which is totally not the case. So if that's what you think, like wipe that thought away, because that's not true. But I feel like there is so much value in working alongside of a coach or a trainer because they're doing what would take you so much longer to do on your own. Like they've already got frameworks and routines and methods kind of built out to share with clients. So if that's where you feel like you're struggling is kind of getting those frameworks and those routines kind of in place and you feel like you need some support there, hire help. Like it is such a game changer when you can link arms with somebody who is a professional and who is kind of in that industry because that's what they're passionate about is like helping people overcome those things. And I just think about like, if I would have started working with a trainer when I first started, how much time, how much like emotional energy I would have saved. Cause I used to get so worked up about just like how overwhelming it was to like set foot in a gym. And I had no idea what I was doing when I started. And I feel like it would have just like, I don't know, made the whole experience like more enjoyable. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I yeah. second all of that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. So, okay, Jess, I like to ask these two questions to all of our guests because as you know, Hustling Sanely, we're all about pursuing our goals, but while prioritizing our mental health and the important relationships in our life. So how do you take care of your mental health as you're working toward your goals? Like what is something you do like daily or like weekly to just make sure that you're keeping your mental health in check? Mm-hmm. Time with Jesus for me. It's my time in the morning, yes. just diving into the word and getting my mind in the right place. Mindset is such a huge thing. Um, that was the biggest battle for me. Yeah. And honestly, still a struggle. The mindset, um, just making sure that my mind's in the right place. And then um planning ahead helps take care of my yes. mental health a lot. I have a plan and I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm I'm going into the week feeling prepared that truly helps my mental health, um, and rest. I've learned the importance of rest. I think in the past year, really just, um, like the val, like how much value being rested, truly rested. Yeah. Um, And that rest doesn't mean you're lazy for some reason. I like carried that for so long, but rest is healthy. It's important. We need it. Um, so yeah. I love all of those. So, okay. The last question is what's your favorite way to rest? It's perfect segue. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For me, it's time with my husband just hanging out at home. I've never loved being home so much until we built this house and it's like just a little safe place. Your oasis. Yeah. So we have been spending a lot of time on the front porch, Mm. just like dreaming and talking and, um, drinking coffee. That's my happy place. Yeah. And I feel most rested when we just like spend time together, um, doing things like that. Yeah. Or I, that. I like 
cleaning the house is, I don't think that's like a listen for me. No. Okay. To me, rest is anything that like refreshes you or rejuvenates you. One thing that just, I cannot explain it. Organizing my closet, like decluttering my closet and like reorganizing it. If I am just feeling like I need rest, that is something that I do. And some people are like, are you insane? Like that is the opposite of rest. And I'm like, no, because it makes me feel refreshed. And like, I truly enjoy doing it. So absolutely not. I think cleaning is totally yeah. restful. <laughs> yeah. I just turn up the music and just nice. like, go Hey, and that's, a, that's yeah. another way too to get in that extra movement too, is like you said oh, earlier, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Have a little dance party while you're cleaning done and done. And then, yeah. okay, this isn't a question, but that for the podcast that I had sent you like earlier, but I have to ask you, have you read the ruthless elimination of hurry by John Mark Comer? No. Do I need to read it? It is the best book. It's, it's bright red and John Mark Comer. He, I don't know if he's a pastor anymore. He used to be a pastor at a church in Oregon. And I read that book in 2020, mid 2020, when I was just like, I was completely burnt out with my business and I was just like very overwhelmed with how many plates I had. This is before I created the five keys to hustling sanely for hustle sanely. Um, Like I was just a new entrepreneur trying to figure everything out. I read that book and you know, those things in your life that are kind of like before and after. So it's like before I read the ruthless elimination of hurry. And then after, like, it's one of those like monumental books that I've read in my life. And I read it once a year now, it just completely changed how I view rest and like how I practice rest. And so if you haven't read it or anybody listening hasn't read it, you've got to read it. It's, I cannot recommend it enough. Seriously. So freaking good. So freaking good. But Anyway, Jess, thank you so much for coming on and just sharing your time with us, your wisdom with us. Where can the Hustle Sailing Squad go to learn more about you and all that you have to offer? Yes. Um, Instagram is where I hang out the most, but when you're listening to this, we'll officially have an official website. So (laughs) is where you can find all the details about Well and Well Fitness and the program and ways to work with me. So love it. And we'll have all that stuff in the show notes for you guys. So if you want to go check out what Jess is doing, I'm telling you, she is a must follow on Instagram. Just, I love that you don't share just fitness. I love that you share like a little bit of everything. And so if you're into like home decor, fitness, coffee, books, like all the things, go follow Jess. It is a good time. I promise. But Jess, thank you again so much for coming on. I'm so excited for the community to get to learn from you and hopefully go hang out with you other places on the internet. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share it on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.